This is your pilot speaking is recorded live with no delay at bars around Portland, Oregon. It can get NC-17 really quick and is an adult show for adults. In other words, no babies allowed. Just be cool, alright? Don't tell mom and dad. Now, on to the show. Hello, welcome to This Is Your Pilot Speaking. I am Jeremy O'Connell. Today we are joined by... Morgan, also known as Momo. Morgan, a.k.a. Momo. She and I have decided that we are going to be talking about creating things in the vast realm of pop culture and everything that that equates to because, boy, (laughs) that is a vague and substantial topic to cover. But we are going to get down to it and we're going to figure it out. So... Where do you want to start? And keep in mind, you can fully ask me questions as well if you're like, oh shit, I gotta think of something. I gotta stall. So, Um, go for it. Well, to start out with, I am a writer. Um, So, a lot of times I'm trying to think of something that I can do. Okay, Um, alright. So, like, writing prompts, things along those lines. Okay. Um, A lot of, like, I... I really like writing novels. I'm trying to finish one novel that I'm working on right now, but it's really difficult because working on one novel, I have like 40 different ones I'm working on. Some that I work on for decades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like every writer does ever. Or God forbid you're a screenwriter. <laughs> hey, what's up? And you have like 16 different pilots that you're working exactly. on. And then on occasion you pick one up and you're like, oh yeah, that was a good idea. And you write two pages and you're like, I conquered a mountain. Yeah, exactly. And they like some of the, a lot of the novels, I, how I create things is I will look at something and then my imagination will run wild. I'll look at something very fucking bland and they come up with a story and people are like, where'd you get that idea? And I'm like, oh, I was looking at a lamppost one day and it turned into like this, you know, outer space theme. And it got real weird. It got real weird real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like one thing though is like I've been stalling lately. Oh no. And that's That's a shame. That's a bummer. That's where like creating things is like trying to understand like how people like getting out of writer's writer's block excuse me yeah or just like where do people come with stuff like if you people ask me i come up with some weird shit because i have a lot of imagination but when i get stuck how do i ask someone else how do i ask the world to to provide for me um that's a good question i would say honestly for me it's just kind of pounding through and writing like the most garbage shit ever to get to like a point where you can jump back on track you're like, okay, I went off the rails, but I just needed to do some fucking filler episodes. Mm-hmm. I needed to bleach season four of this and just <laughs> really get like 30 episodes of filler and wait, now we're back on track. Okay, this is good. Exactly. And so, but one thing is, so, like, I get so involved and so fucking heavy and deep into some of the stories I write that I am like, I'm one of the characters or I'm someone standing be- yeah. besides, like everyone says they're standing beside. So you're watching. 100% like anti-hand wavy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yes. So, like, that, that uh, hand wavy, by the way, uh, internet, if you don't know this, is essentially when someone says, wait, how does that work? And you go, eh, don't worry about it. I have to know how it works. Exactly. And you gotta be able to break that down and be like, yeah. wait, but no, in the vast spectrum of this world that I'm creating, how does that fit yeah. in? And, like, as a writer, I'm, yes, I want people to love my stories. I'm a storyteller. That's what I fucking do. Word. But when it comes to it, it's like when I get to a certain point where I'm blocked and I'm like, I have such great ideas. I've told some people about it. 
where to go to the next step. And then it's like, I also want to like tell people, like have someone very independently t- tell them my story uh-huh. and then give them feedback. But at the same time, I still want to be broad about it. So like a blind, so, uh, like yes. a double blind study where you're like, here, read this. I didn't write it though. It was just some random stranger. They gave this to me. Yeah. And then they're able to look at it and give you like legit critiques instead of being like, you're my friend. So it's a great book. Yes. And you know what really sucks though? It's like, Regardless, the, with that scenario too, which I've done that before, yeah, yeah, there's that people were like, "Oh, this sucks," or "I'm not interested." Like people are not interested in creativity anymore. They just like, "Oh, it's blockbuster now. Let's do it. Let's go watch it. Let's go listen to it. Let's." Yeah, I okay. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. I will say that um, I did just see uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Yeah. And for a blockbuster, it fucking Futurama slash Simpsons season, like, seven mm-hmm. gut punches you with emotion at the end <laughs> out of left fucking field. And I ha- I audibly sobbed in front of an th- entire theater for the last half hour. <laughs> Which, of course, you know, retrospectively, I think about that and I'm like, okay, a fucking visual effects raccoon just made me cry. I might have some bigger issues I need to deal with. You get connected, though. But there was a connection. There was, like, that weird connection. So there's something to be said for blockbusters that are done well. But I do get the point of, like, okay, there are just as many that are entirely forgettable. Yeah. That you don't, you get to the end of it and you go, that was fun. And then your friends look at you and go, so what's the plot? And you go, uh, I forgot. And then, like, along the lines with that, too, it's, like, we're in Portland. Uh, we have a lot of people who want to do something. Yep. So. We're when, the capital of creativity. <laughs> when you go and tell someone, oh, yeah, I work of. in the film industry. Yep. I'm a writer. Yep. They immediately want to know your credibility. If not, you're already a celebrity. And if you're not a celebrity and you don't yep. have credibility, then I don't really give a fuck. You're yep. just, like, everybody in the Are you published? Life. Not yet. That's the book that I'm trying to uh, do. No, right I just like that question, yeah. though. Are you published? Oh, yes. <laughs> Are you published? That fucking question will drive me up the wall. And it makes me, like, feel sad, though, because I was there, like, I did work on countless short films. I've been in the industry, whether it's I'm a productions assistant or just that person that held the coffee in the background. Yeah. Like, But you have, you have a legit, like, CV. Yeah. You can be like, yo, yeah. I did this. And you mind you, I, I, I can't say that I am a professional by Look any Look at this means, thing that I but... made. Like, here. <laughs> Mommy, isn't it beautiful? It's so pretty. <laughs> Daddy, am I pretty yet? Do you love me yet? Daddy, look what I made. I'm so pretty. Yeah, uh, exactly. I, I get that. I get that a lot. Um, so just trying to trying to get, the, I guess, the help. I, maybe it's because where we're at, like if I were to go to some bumfuck town in, I'm going to not feel good saying this, but like. Do it. Do it. Idaho. I don't know. Now people in Idaho are going to be like, fuck you. How dare you? It's okay. I pissed off Catholics the last one. So we got a lot of people that are going to hate this and it's okay. Uh, No, I get it. Like going to some like rural ass town where you're a big fish in a tiny little pond. You're going to get better responses in my opinion of like, oh, we got some big wig from the big city. Yeah, 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 But they yeah. might actually read it and go, this is actually something really cool because, uh-huh. you know, I'm not saying, you know, people from small towns don't know anything. No, so, absolutely. But I like, agree with you they, there. But, like, if yeah. they see something, you know, they're, they're seeing, like, the blockbusters. Mm-hmm. So if they if they read it, maybe they'll have a little bit more different, like, opinion on it. Perspective. Perspective. Yep. Other than, like, I'm going to go to the fucking corner coffee shop. 
You say that like there's a coffee shop in their <laughs> tiny ass fucking town. No, we we what like no here in Portland, but like we've got like fucking uh, Starbucks every corner, coffee shop in every corner. Yep. Every fucking coffee shop here in Portland, we have someone. Every coffee to. shop has an independent writer working in we it. We have someone, and there might be two, maybe three, maybe the whole fucking shop's busy. But you know, I gotta tell you this: a part of me really likes that working in a city, like a, an actual city. Uh, like I, I wouldn't want to go to a small town city, yeah, or a small, or just like a small town in general, because I kind of like the fear it instills in you as a writer of, or or as a as a director, as a creative in general, being like, oh fuck, I the gotta be. Like, I gotta be real good. Yeah. Like, my competition is stiff, and if I'm not, like, at that modicum of just being good... Yeah. Quit. No, exactly. Fucking quit. You're done. There are a bajillion other people that are writing your material ten times better than you could ever write it. Yep. And so you have to look at those creatives and the people that are around you and go, okay, you're going to either bolster my confidence or you're going to turn me into a puddle of misery. Yeah. And those are your only two options. There's no other option of like, mm-hmm. well, I can be in that middling ground where it's you tell people you're a writer and then meanwhile you're, you know, working a day job at 7-Eleven. Yeah. Like, not to say that people who are writers and work at 7-Eleven are bad but (laughs) it's not until something that you write garners some form of acknowledgement Mm -hmm. or 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 uh, acceptance from a larger group of society that you can actually look upon it and be like okay no i'm a legit writer like i swear and you can say it to your friends and have them not laugh at you. <laughs> you can be like, no, I am published now. I did a thing with the stuff. Look. And they'll be like, oh, wait, shit, he actually is a writer. And you're like, yes, yeah. I am. Thank you very much. And I see, I went to a dinner party the other night. Um, it was a very, very good friend of mine. Um, him and his husband had been married for 13 years. Okay. And um, so he invited me to yeah. the dinner party. And there was a bunch of couples there. And so... I'm talking with people on my left, people on my right, and they're like, okay, so who are you? And I'm like, well, I work with uh, my buddy over here, but he and I are close friends. And yeah. He, he is amazing. And it was my first time meeting his husband, by the way, so that was amazing as well. Love his husband as well. So good time. Good time. But then someone asked, like, you know, you know, what do you do? And I was like, well, I've been doing this. I'm also an author. And one guy just like, you're an author. Have you been published? And I was like, okay, going to that question. God damn it, that question. <laughs> it haunts everyone. <laughs> You have nightmares about that shit. You wake up in a cold sweat being like, fuck, I haven't been published yet. Shit. Who do I talk to? So now, now I have people staring at me or whatever, and I'm just kind of like giving the idea of like my backgrounds and like all the stuff that I've been working on. Okay. But right now I'm trying to focus on that one, and that's where I'm like right now I'm, I'm hitting that block, but I'm not hitting that block, but I am, but I'm not. You know, yeah, about, that like a little in between. Yeah, so, yeah. He's, they're asking me, someone else asked me, what's the name of the book? Oh, God, don't let me, don't, don't make me say the and name then, of the so book. And then, so I said the name that I wanted to be, but mind you, like, getting further into some of the stuff that I've kind of changed of, like, the story, I'm like, maybe that won't work, but maybe it will, but it's still a great, great title. I'm thoroughly of the opinion that the name isn't a thing until yeah. you have written the end I, at the end. I at, think, and, yeah, after and, you write the book, then you make the title. Yeah. But, but mind you, like, people have been asking me, and I was like, so I put, I put something on there. And then I was like, but then it was a toss-up between this, and then I totally forgot I spaced. 
the first title I thought of. Oof. I forgot it. And then Yikes. so when I said, they're like, so what's it going to be called? And I was like, oh, it's a toss-up between these two. And I said, it's called The Fruit of Our Deceits. Okay. That's, that's a good. One, that's a good title. That's the one I'm thinking I about. I would be. I mean, it's a little Harlequin romance yeah. novel, yeah. but I'm kind of okay with it. Mm-hmm. Like that sounds interesting. I would probably read the back. <laughs> right. I would probably pick it up and look at the back and be like, huh, and then maybe buy it. Yeah. So that's that's that was the one of the big titles I was thinking about. But the one beforehand. So then when I'm trying to tell them, like the other one is a uh, shadow, shadow, not Uh-oh. shadow, not shadow of a doubt. And then my credibility of everything just like fucking like like oh you're a writer gone. okay gone okay you're like so you like to get high and doodle for a hot second and be like I'm credible yeah and it's like no I really do this for a living like come on yeah it's uh, like and mind you in in the industry that I want to be in that I've sort of been in you know yeah. you fake it till you make it you know and like with writing it's oh, like okay. well that's with film I guess you know like you can like literally tell someone you have the, all these credentials and fucking show up on a movie set and get the job you know I mean I feel like you can low-key do that with like any job as long as you're fucking confident enough well, that's true but but I mean the, but, but novelist that's I, I mind you I've never published so I don't know what that realm is but it's similar I mean it's similar to like what I do for a living which is being a chef where every day you have to justify the job that you do you have to go in and be like oh shit like yeah I may have made a great meal yesterday but I can't just coast on that <laughs> I can't be like I made a great meal yesterday peace I'm out <laughs> I'm taking a sabbatical for three months <laughs> It's guys, like no. This restaurant is the guys, shit. I, I got made it one. covered. I made one, one and done. Like you're gonna love my shit. One out, macaroni. One out of one, a hundred percent. Like I am batting five thousand. Um, I don't know sports, so if that's wrong, fucking comment on it. But I really don't care. Also, so that's a thing. Sports? What is that? The only reason that I love baseball is because of those fucking pants. That mm, that booty though. <laughs> right? That booty though. Give no, me seriously, that. Seriously, I, I used to go to I used yep. to go to baseball games. So. Give me that baseball booty all day every day. Uh, but yeah, so now, but the biggest dilemma going back to though. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. The, yeah, the yeah. whole sort of it is like the creativity part of it, and I'm at that point where I want people to start reading the first couple of chapters, but okay. then. If there's something that needs to be rewritten, which I'm going into, like, I'm changing a different direction. Okay. The, the whole story is dark. I'll, I'll just kind of give you guys a little bit of what it is. Give me a low-key synopsis. Like, like quick, quick. Quick, quick, quick. Yeah, like, can you give me, like, elevator pitch? Yes. All right, let's do it. All right, elevator pitch. Is that five seconds? Uh, <laughs> that, that'll, be, that'll be 30 seconds. Okay. So half a minute. So um, there is a body that's dropped off on the side of the road in the middle of the night, and they okay. find her, uh, cleaning crew finds her, and it's in the country. And uh, Living or dead? Dead. Dead body. Uh, dead body. And she has been mutilated. And okay. she's a very young girl. Uh-oh. And All right. uh, she's found without her shoes on, tank top, and jeans on. Yikes. And so they, they find her body and now goes into investigation straight off the beginning of the book. Investigation. Across the street on this country road, there's a farmhouse. And someone says, well, I saw such and such truck come out in the middle of the night and drop the body off. Okay. Well... This now uncovers. Um, they go and they 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 interview him. Yeah. And, or, inve- or sorry, interrogate him. Okay. Then they get. Um, oh, the the farmer. The, the yeah the okay. person that okay. they saw okay. the truck okay. in the middle of the night. So they investigate it and they find that without a doubt, DNA, his DNA, her. So DNA, he for sure murdered he her. He for sure murdered her. Or at least that's what. N- well, that's the thing. Of, 
Okay. Well, I'm not going to give it away, maybe. maybe plot maybe, twist. Maybe, maybe, plot twist. Plot twist, the girl killed herself. What? No. Finding him guilty of that opened okay. up a big door to other things that this small county's been doing. Okay, so kind of like a very dark version. Did he actually version. kill her? Did he drop her off? So kind of like a super dark version of Hot Fuzz. It could be. Like it a little be. bit? Uh, I would maybe, but mind you, there's other, you know, there's the, the local sheriffs and yeah. there's other people and there's other money that's being pumped through this town because there's a farming community. It's so so. like a super dark version of Hot Fuzz. <laughs> like, cause the well, whole, yes, Hot Fuzz, well, yes. they, they have the whole, like, uh, have any, ha- uh, like, have you catched them killer yet? And then it goes from killer to killers. To the whole and town. And then you find out, oh, wait, no, the whole town's in on this. Oh, shit, wait, so, what's happening? Okay. So is it kind of that, like... I would say, but not necessarily, without giving anything But don't away. do that spoilers. Don't I'm get them spoilers spoil in no. them, because I want to read this now. Yeah. <laughs> and so it goes through, like, a lot of the psychological stuff, because when the, the when the guy's being interrogated... Yeah. It, uh, what the, like, I spent so much time on the interrogation with him after he's been arrested and he's being charged with okay. first-degree murder... Of where he is in this town, who he is to this town. Okay. He's a nobody. Everyone in the town is a nobody. But okay. there's other shit going on. Okay. Because farming communities are awesome communities. Yeah. I want to make this one corrupt. And I want, like, because a lot of money is coming out uh, or coming into farming communities because of their crop. Their, yeah. You know, yeah. Their yeah, livestock. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. So. Like a fucked up X-Files episode. We can add some aliens in there. Dun, oh, dun, God. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it was aliens all along. See, see, this is what I need the creativity. It's like, and like, I, I, <laughs> I need someone to be like, you know what would be great coming out of fucking left field? Let's throw some aliens in that shit. Hey, Cowboys and Aliens. I liked it. I liked the two main actors. Hey, in it, <laughs> it, it, it was a fucking blockbuster, man. Indiana and you Jones literally and, and named Bonds. Come you, on. you literally named a movie Cowboys versus Aliens like it was the plot was in the title. What's going to happen? What's going to happen? Well, I there are know. cowboys and then there are aliens mm-hmm. and they fight and everyone collectively went, "Yes, please. That's great. I would love to see that." So, maybe to sum it up, just th- throw some cowboys and aliens in there. <laughs> I'm about ready to have people start reading to analyze the How much of it do you have done? I'm... Like, do you have an ending? Right now, I'm 85%, if not 90%. So the last part... Ooh, boy. And so the last part is so detrimental. Yeah. And so that's why... Wrapping that shit up is always hard. Wrapping it up is the difficult part. And so I'm saying, like, do I need to, like... I'm I'm self-analyzing, which, as a writer, is fucking The worst thing that you can possibly do to yourself. Yeah. So... I'm going to get so close to the end, and I want someone to read it maybe before and be, like, reading through and, like, you need to add this in there. And be like, okay, we're changing everything. (laughs) I'm starting over page one. Okay, page one. we got to rewrite this. By the way, I'll talk to you in six years when I finally (laughs) finish it. And this book in particular, I've only been working on for about four or five months now. Oh, that's not bad. And the reason I started... That's not bad. It is. It's not bad. But the reason I started working on this one is because the previous novel, which is the darkest most thing I've been attached to I've done it over uh-huh. I think it's like 13 or 14 years now that I've been working on it wow that's a lot and so the and as as, as light is portrayed onto so many different things yeah for the story the other story I'm writing that I've been working on for so long yeah it became so more difficult and so much more emotionally draining that I just like yeah step away and then one day I was driving down the fucking road and I saw something I'm like ooh story I got this and yep. then I started this new story and I like it because I was like it, it's not easy to first write. First thought, best thought. Yeah, it's not easy Get to it write. Get it out there. But it's like, I, I actually know how this story is going to play out. Yep. 
until I get so fucking deep <laughs> until in you're it. like, oh wait, shit, <laughs> I fucked it up. I yeah. goofed. We gotta fix this. All right, pause. All right, this is the part where we make it so that people give us money. We'll be back in a second. If you feel like giving me money to go get drunk in bars and meet with strangers and talk about cool things, just uh, email me and let me know. Thanks. Bye. And we're back. Hi. We are here. <laughs> All right. By the way, I just wanted to let you guys know, um, because uh, I, my name is Morgan. I go by Momo throughout yep. friends, and some family members call me Momo. Yep, yep, yep. So this is the beginning of time. Um, my my stage name. Oh, Jesus Christ. We're oh, in Portland. Boy. My stage name, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've never stripped before. Maybe, maybe not. Oh. Anyways. <laughs> it's burlesque. It's classy. Burlesque is classy. It is. Um, my pen name is M.K. Friermuth. Hey, That's there we go. go by. Um, are you on the internet? I am on the internet. Are you are you on them tumblies? Or I how am, are you doing this? Um, I am on the internet as far as uh, Twitter. Um, you got them Twitters. And LinkedIn. What's your tweets? What's your what's your handle? You got one? I honestly don't. Do you Twitter regularly? I do not. Okay, see, because I do. Not, okay. Well, that, not yet. The thing is, though, it's like I, you know, part of I went to school to PCC. Holla! Yep. Um, so now I went to PCC for multimedia. That's I Portland loved, Community College, by yes, the way. For those who are not from here, Portland Community College, <laughs> which um, is going to be like four hundred thousand people. But yeah. okay, continue. Yeah, it's it's the largest community college in the world. Just just throwing it out there. But no, the multimedia program is it really? It is. I yeah. didn't know that. They have more students in that, and mind you, because they have multiple buildings. Well, yeah, 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 But they have more students enrolled at a time than any community college. Oh, we're gonna have to take a break as this asshole car goes by us. <laughs> Fuck you and your dairy. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. Um, so, so um, you you go by uh, do it one more time. M K Friar Mew. Friar Mew. Yes. How do you Friar spell it? F R E I E R M U T H. There you go. Fucking long. So that's. But the, it works. It's it, good. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So that like my Jew, it's like if I tried putting my. Also non-denominational, so that you can get yeah. away with the idea of like, oh no, I'm not a female writer <laughs> because no one ever reads us. Exactly. I'm a male. I've got a dick. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> yeah. It, even though, you know, uh, The Handmaiden's Tale is being turned into a show that's incredible right now. But that's, yeah. you know, beside the point. But um, no, so um, part of, like, going back to BCC is when I was going to school for there for my associate's degree in multimedia, they had us put a packet together of, like, you know, because they're aiming towards, like, the media field or film field or whatever uh-huh. you want to do. You have to build this packet and build, like, your online presence so everyone can see you. So, like, a portfolio. A portfolio, but also, so the only things I really, like, stuck with is, like, I made the Twitter and I made the uh, the LinkedIn. Okay. But do they associate with the names? No. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah. But, mind you, I think, I think once, once I get this published... I'm going to be spending a lot of time advertising and doing things that yep. I learned from PCC. Thank you. Um, okay, uh, I'm going to tell you this right now. Mm-hmm. Get yourself them tumblies because you know what you can do with Tumblr? Mm-hmm. You can release like a chapter okay. every month or every week mm-hmm. or every day and you can start to build that following of like, but wait, what is going to happen next? They have a whole okay. thousands upon thousands of people doing long form literature on that website. 
Okay. And they bolster each other up, and they follow each other, and they make it so that your books get more well-known, and it's really, really solid. Like, if you... If, if you're an independent person who is like, fuck publishing, I don't need to deal with that, get yourself a Tumblies and just fucking go for it. Yeah. Because you'll find out of nowhere, either your story's garbage and you're not going to get a lot of followers, or your story's pretty solid and people are going to be invested in the characters and what's happening. So... And I, I know someone who's like is an author. His wife is a, a well-known author, but he also published stuff and he's made money off of it. But he, his day job... Don't want to disclose that or who he is, but um, please don't. Like, <laughs> but yeah, no, let's so not throw other people under the bus. He he actually was telling me that um, the, the the base of how I'm publishing mine. He's like, there are people that will make Twitter accounts, Tumblr mm-hmm. accounts, and they will be the character. They will create. Oh an yeah, that's for the totally character. a thing. Uh, if you ever, there's uh, one of my one of the best examples of that is a. Uh, there's a graphic novel, or I, I don't know if you could even call it a graphic novel. It's a web, uh, a, a web comic uh, mm-hmm. called uh, Questionable Content, and every single character that's been created in that web comic yeah. has a Twitter, uh, a Twitter handle, and they also have a Tumblr handle, and they update regularly. But it is done entirely through that character's percep- uh, like perspective, and it is really really awesome and equally really really weird because you're looking at it like no this is a fake character with a real twitter handle what is happening right now so it kind of throws you for a loop but it's really awesome it's a cool way to go about like getting more people to be interactive with your character because they'll also like they'll but and they'll tweet those characters and be like hey what's happening free advertisement in this story They'll yeah. be like, because people are insane and are like, oh, the story is real. So what's happening with between you and this character? And you know, I, what I like about that in the modern age, um, because I'm a huge fan of uh, J.R.R. Tolkien. And okay. with him, he built these fucking worlds. He built languages. He built so much. Yeah. So fucking much. He's that, kind of the OG of like building yes. full. Uh, well, um, he's one of them. He's one of them. Um, and so when he built it, like, you have an actual, like, book to teach you some of the language. Like, Elfish. You know, like... Yeah. And it, it's, it's just so phenomenal to me. And so when they made the movies, and I, I love Peter Jackson, by the way. Phenomenal director. Huge fucking fan. Same with Steven Spielberg. Okay, I'm gonna <laughs> ask you this. Do you know Peter Jackson before he did Lord of the Rings? One of his movies, to be honest. Which one? The, um... Oh dear God! <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Was it uh, Suicide Girls? No, it's not. No. Um, it was uh, Dead Alive. No. It wasn't a horror film because that's what it was he... a horror film, but it was. Oh dear God! On the spot, can't remember. Does it have a lawnmower scene? <laughs> yes. In it? Yes. That's Dead Alive. Dead Alive, okay. Yes, I, that is Dead Alive. It, it is fucking amazing. It is so horrific and gross. And has like, oh man, the scene... Was with, it, but, but, there's, there's a scene with a pustule at yeah. the beginning that just like anyone who has ever watched it will forever be traumatized yes. by that moment. But it's great. It's a really good film, and it kind of gave you a good glimpse into, like, what he was going to do with, like, the Urukai and the Orc. And yes. 
getting into the really like, but, like dark. To, to be fair, to be fair, when the, the the Lord of the Rings, the Fellowship of the Ring came out, I was very young, so I was very limited. Oh, you're aging yourself. Yes, I am. But aging let's myself. do it. So, how old were you? So, the Lord of the Rings came out in two thousand and one or three. Somewhere around those lines. Say, you have a phone. You can look uh, this up. Google. Anyways, it Google, came out very, like, very early. Uh, like, is it 2001? Maybe? Like, I think it was 2001 because I don't think I was in middle school quite yet. Let's figure this out right now. Let's do some research. When I was in middle school, that's when I became a huge fan of The Lord of the Rings, and that's why I just fucking went well, like, fucking I for sure, I, I for sure read The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings before the movies came out. I did The Hobbit, and The Hobbit is one of my ultimate... I, I'm a huge Harry Potter fan. I just want to throw out there. But The Hobbit... Okay, that's a little different. It's way but, different. Okay. But, mind you, like, I attach myself to different authors and books. Of course. So, okay. So, so like, okay. So... But, no, when it, when it came to The Hobbit, though, that is the most journey, life-changing thing to me. Really? Like, it is. It of really is. Of all the books you could read? Of all the books I could read. Like, that was I the one that was like, oh shit, this is my jam. This is my jam. It really was. And like, I, I remember for the longest time I would make a cool voice too, because I was the Harry Potter generation as, as well. Yeah, join so. the fucking club. What's up? <laughs> hey. Yeah, like... Yeah, so like, we all wanted to get our owl showing up at our doorstep. Mind you, the Ministry of Magic blew up during the time. So. That's true. So it's okay, <laughs> which is also why time turners don't exist anymore. Two thousand and one. So I was. That was Lord. That was the first. Was, was that the first one? That was the first one. I for sure saw that in theaters. Which now, thinking back to it, as an oh, ooh, I'm gonna age myself. Sorry, world. <laughs> I was eleven. <laughs> No, I was 12. I was 12. And my parents casually let me see that movie in theaters. <laughs> oh my gosh. But I also watched Titanic. I remember watching Titanic. On VHS as like a yes, seven year old. The two, two, the two box they set. came together. <laughs> yeah. So like, I, I definitely. Watch the naked scene. <laughs> I def- oh yeah, my eyes were for sure like covered during that. But the noises were enough to make me be like, what's happening? I'm very interested. By the way, I, I came from the Stork. Uh, I was built in a factory. Yep. I came from the Stork. Anybody oh, no. else? All, all the kids that come out there, we go to the hospital because the Stork's going to make a grand landing. Like. Oh, no. My hip, my parents were hella comfortable <laughs> being like, yeah, no, you came because we banged. Like, that was a thing. Relax. And then I was like, gross, mom and dad. <laughs> I don't need to know about that. And they were like, well, that's how you exist so sorry but yeah no so uh sorry mom and dad <laughs> back to peter jackson back to peter jackson the lord of the rings yeah so. epic journeys um so i saw the lord of the rings having had read the, the hobbit in okay. elementary school yeah and like even reading the hobbit today like it just it, like just the fucking first page is so emotional just like to me like i'm just i'm going back on my fucking journey nostalgia bait nostalgia yes yeah yes. for sure so and then you know same with harry potter but that's why I really like Peter Jackson going on to that because he made well, like, he made the rest of the, the series like I mean can we also just like preemptively agree that Two Towers is the best one uh, I beg to differ but it's what fucking okay. fight me nerd like <laughs> oh my god no, I, really okay which to. one do you think is the best you know what I, like all of them <laughs> Okay, no, that's a cop-out. That doesn't count. That's not a thing. I, there are three of them. You have to pick your best one. I remember, okay, I don't know. It, it's a toss-up between all three. Um. Oh, okay, no, that's equally as terrible. 
Get it together. <laughs> I remember going and seeing The Return of the King. Uh, my mom dropped my friend, uh, Derek. He's an actor. It is great. I will yeah. not discount Return of the King. Like, I kind of look at it the same way I look at, like, uh, like uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. Okay, where, yeah. Okay, and, and I know this is a stretch, but come with me down this rabbit hole. I promise it will make sense. Uh, the first season, very lighthearted, very, very quintessential like children's sort of animation style thing until like the last like three quarters of the of the season and then it took a big old switch into sad town and we all kind of accepted it as people who were watching it yeah and then the second season happened and it was dark and it was adult, and it was brooding, and it dealt with very serious topics. It felt it dealt with familial strain. No, please, by all means, it dealt with a, a like familial estrangement. It yeah. dealt like all of like topics that are not really for children. Yeah. Um, and that's how the Lord of the Rings was to me. Is that I saw that first one, and was like, okay, it's silly, it's lighthearted. There are some very dark moments in it. God, for, like the fucking first time you see one of the, uh, uh, oh God, what are they? The ring wraiths. The ring wraith. The ring wraiths. Okay. When they do that whole like reach under into the tree that they're all hiding yes, underneath. Yes, like, the, the horsemen go over. Yeah, and, and yeah. everyone is unequivocally traumatized yes. by that horrific yes. experience. And then they have the bottle, the the battle up on the. Um, the main perch with all of the ring wraiths as well mm-hmm. and he like pulls the mask off of him and it's just that like horrible, like ghostly pale figure and you're like okay this is terrifying <laughs> um like it has that moments to it but it wasn't until the second one that i saw that i was like oh I'm watching something way too adult for me. Yeah, I guess. Well, mind you, I, I saw the the second film, the second installment in theaters. They came out what a year between? I, was it like a year or two years? I think it was about them? two years. Was it? I think it's so because they filmed the first one and then they 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 did the second and the third back to back. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it took a while to make the film itself, but. Um, I also just have such a crush on fucking Dominic Monaghan because of, like, Lost. Right? Because Charlie is the greatest character ever. So, uh, Not Penny's boat. Yeah, and then we all fucking stab our hearts. I think uh, But the, it, that's getting off topic. I think that the, the second film, yeah, it... it, it, it it goes into the more darker side of things because the first one is more of like uh, it, it basically the, all three movies there's like um, call to journey yep. climax and then finish but mind yep. you I felt like the finish was climactic more than the second but mind you the second has a lot of deeper things that have things that more you can take away with that's really what I got from it is, and yeah. that's why I consider the second my favorite is because they have the battle of uh, the battle of the of Helm's the, Deep of Helm's Deep yeah which, to me, is still you know, okay, okay, one of the I can greatest like, cinematic battles yeah. that I've seen put into play. I can see Helm's Deep, because Helm's Deep, because like, the, the like, more epic, sorry, not the more epic, but it was no, supposed no, to be more no. epic the last one. Yeah. But the way Peter Jackson made it for Helm's Deep. Helm's Deep was a big fucking deal. That was... I Okay, I see. I, I get it. Okay, I get what you're saying. I get what I you're mean, saying. I mean, now, to be fair, Legolas 
skateboarding down a fucking flight of stairs on a shield and being like, <laughs> I killed the thing, and then Gimli being like, it's only, it only counts as one. was just <laughs> like, okay, I no. I love their counting between them. It was so cute. <laughs> it was. It was really cute, but at the same time, it was also just like, okay, that just pulled me yeah. straight out of this picture. But then, you know, they get really violent. They get very graphic. It's, of course... Peter Jackson, so he's like, no, we don't shy away from this. Yes. Like, we're gonna get full, up close, and personal, yeah. and Weta's doing some great visual effects for us right now, so it's gonna look gross. Yeah. And you're all on board for it, and that's like, the Battle of Helm's Deep, to me, and and then, like, uh, Treebeard, and going into, like, the the forest, and they're, they're just, like, their basic interactions of... Isn't it Pippin and, uh... Mary and Pippin. And Mary and Pippin are dead? Or they They, th- they think they they're dead? Yeah, so they, they've been like, separated from the group. Yep, and he kicks... Uh, the and, Fellowship, they've yeah. been separated from the Fellowship, so, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, Aragorn kicks the shield and breaks his toe and is just like, this is horrible, ah! <laughs> I think, like, having watched that, loved it, and, like, going into the last movie, I knew, you know what to expect, but the thing is to visually see it versus reading it. Reading it, reading it, you have your own imagination. But that visual conclusion. But just seeing it in person, like, it, uh, I, this is, like, something, I I remember seeing it one day, I was at, uh... Also, I was low-key upset that Shalab was pushed to the third movie because fucking how dare you so she's like the key component to the end portions of the second book mm-hmm. why is it not a part of the second movie and like I get it they spent so much time on Mary and Pippin yeah. and and like uh, Frodo and and uh, Samwise Sam <laughs> Woof, that was, I was rough. Like, what are we talking about? Like, I, yeah, I had to pull that out of fucking left field. Uh, like, they're, they're, like, those stories were super integral and very important to yeah. the plot. Um, but the fact that Shalab wasn't in the second, I remember sitting there as someone who read the books being like, <laughs> what is happening? Well, yeah, if you've read the books and then you know, like, word for word from the book and then yeah. you watch the movie, you're like, mm-hmm. what is this? But mind you, Peter Jackson did fucking justice. But then it. I watched the third one and it was like, okay, this is great. This is fantastic. <laughs> like, you start immediately with Shalab yeah. and the story of that and them running through those fucking spider webs. Yes. Still makes me cringe to this day. I love spiders, by the way. But, um,. <laughs> So, the, the I think the reason why I would say, like, the... Uh, you know what? Helm, you brought help Helm's Pump Deep. the fucking brakes. You brought up Helm's if Deep, though. If you so. dealt with a Shalab-esque <laughs> spider, you'd be like, oh, it's so cute. No. No, it's not cute. But mind you, in general, I like spiders. As long as, like, I had, I had an agreement with the spider in my bathroom. Verbally. Well, like, it's like you're going to eat the things that are in here. Yeah, but, but no, I was like... Hey, homie. Uh, my dad, there, it was, it, when I used to live at my parents' Spider house, homies, yeah. There was, like, there was this, this cupboard, and it had, like, maybe, like, two inches opening at the bottom. I called him Fred. Fred, I was like, what's up, Fred? I'm just going to the bathroom. Don't mind me. You go, you, you. You do go, you. You do you. And mind you, Fred was all fucking cool. So you had your own shalom. Yeah, but Except it, it didn't bad. try and murder you. It got bad, though. Oh, so it did try and murder so, you? No, no. It, it, it was a very sad story. It was sad to me because I really like Fred because he mind his peace, I mind peace. We like we 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 had a verbal agreement. He died. Did he die? So, uh, 
I come in one day. We're getting oh. off the fucking <laughs> <We> rails. <laughs> but I really want to learn about Fred the Spider. So, really want to know what's happening One day, here. I'm about to go to the bathroom, and I'm walking down the hallway in my parents' basement, and mm-hmm. I see this monstrous motherfucker, and I'm like, who the fuck are what you? What is this? And then so I'm like, go to the bathroom. And That's I go not in there, Fred. And then so I sit down, do my business, and look over where Fred's house is. Word. Fred is shriveled up, and people are like, "Oh, was he doing? You know, was he? Uh, was he doing something?" I'm like, "So no, the no, no. ultra, the the like Ultima Spider came in and Super Saiyan his ass." We don't know yet, but oh, you're still doing some <laughs> bones esque research we are in this. We're still we're looking through all of this. CSI is like getting all up on there. I need some DNA and some fingerprints. <laughs> I need some fingerprints. I need some bone samples. <laughs> Bones, let so, me see them bones I of that in, spider. I literally, it's like probably like four or five o'clock. Give in the me morning. your spider bones. And uh, I walk in there and uh, I look down and I see Fred all shrivel up. He's not squished though, he's just shrivel up. And But I, he's fucking dead. He's like, dead. He's legit dead. He's for dead. sure dead. And everyone's like, are you sure he wasn't doing like something? And I was like, no. no he's, he's on his fucking back and his legs are all fucking shriveled in. He got myrtilated. And so I look at him and I'm like. Some other spider was like, I can be the only <laughs> one. And he Highlandered that shit. Yeah. So literally I walk in and I'm Damn. like, Fred? I said Fred out loud because I was so attached to wow. him staying in his fucking okay. corner. <laughs> And me doing my thing in the bathroom. It's a good thing you're not a crazy person, or I'd be really worried right now. <laughs> That's debatable. Anyways, no, so Fred's uh-huh. dead, and then I... Fred, Fred is dead. Fred is dead, and I'm sitting there like, I just saw a big motherfucker in the hallway. I ain't cool with this, because I nope. don't know that big fucker. I'm going to go murder that asshole, because he's the strongest spider, and I'm going to show him yeah. who's boss, because you killed my best friend. So he... I go back on the hallway. You prison ruled that shit. Yeah, right? Great. <laughs> Good. So I go back on the hallway and he's moved Mm-mm. to a different location. Uh-uh. I, I turn the lights on, you know, and all stuff. He moved to a different location and then I walk close to him. He was like, oh shit, she's gonna find out. Yes. Fred is murdered. I gotta run. So I Peace. walk out there. Bye, world. He's I gotta a- go hide in a corner. <laughs> be my eight legged creepy self. <laughs> It'll be totally fine. He's in a different location. And but you lo- found him? The other, the other guy, yeah. Yeah, the other one. But he, he, moved, so, he moved to a different location. Okay. And, and then also, when I'm getting closer, he fucking bolts it and he goes into a crack. Into so it. he knows what he did wrong. He did. So he's like, oh shit, I shouldn't have murdered him. I should have just hang out with him. Prison rules don't apply here. <laughs> like, I should have no, just did. been cool with him. He went into a corner that, like, there's like a you don't go there kind of corner. Like, I just, like, I imagine spiders don't go behind refrigerators, but that's just the Oh, they for sure go behind refrigerators. They, don't they? Do but not, okay. No, no, don't, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't okay, say just kidding. They don't go behind refrigerators. That's a lie. So he disappears, and I'm like, Oh dear God! We have a new homie in house, but he doesn't have permission. He didn't. He didn't agree with me. He didn't hang out with me. He didn't tell me what's up. He didn't. He didn't. He didn't have a cash chat with me while I was taking a poop. <laughs> exactly. I'm rude. Like like rude. Exactly. Like how dare you? So we flash forward a couple nights, and I'm sitting there like I'm still mad about Fred because Fred was a cool guy. I go in the bathroom. Yep. Around the same time, because I get off late from work. Same spider. Oh shit! Big motherfucker in there. Big ass spider. Did you give him a name? Uh, asshole. Murder? Yeah, let, let's let's like, call him <laughs> let let let's call him Murderface. Murderface. So murder. murder so Murderface face. is chilling out in your bathroom, being like, like, I am here. the alpha spider I'm now. I'm here now. And mind you, my parents they had purchased these doorstops that were in the shape of like a high heel shoe. I hate everything about this, but okay. 
so the high heel shoe was in the bathroom, and I see that fucker, and, and you're like, I'm gonna kill it. I just look at him, and he he tries running for it, and I just you're fucking like, nope. like I barely Boom. touch him. I barely touch him, and I hear the, you know, and he like, explodes. He explodes, and I'm sitting there like, that's for Fred. That's what you get. That's for Fred. <laughs> that's for my. So you shanked a motherfucker, essentially, like prison rule style. You were like, you killed my spider best friend. You're getting fucking shanked. Exactly. Except you killed him with a high heel wedge from your doorstop. <laughs> which would be equally as badass in prison. Exactly. And then so, getting back to the Lord of the Rings and how... <laughs> okay, yeah, let's real. I got real off topic real quick, but, but no, okay. So, I love spiders, though. Like, as long as we have a verbal agreement, we're cool. You're we're cool. cool. Yeah. Um, See, for me, like, if you're in my house... You're invading my territory. Yeah. And yeah. I'm a little upset about it. Wintertime gets a little particular. Like, I know. It gets a little rough for them insects. They can't deal with that rain. Like, I get it. You burrow in. You figure your shit out. Like, for sure. If there's a ha- if there's a house that's been built, yeah, you're going to hang out in that. Because, lo and behold, we built this over where you normally would live. Exactly. Like, exactly. yeah, for sure. But, if you're in my house, man... Like you better play, you better pay it cool. Yeah. Like I, I, I. Uh, there's a really great uh, comic on the internet of like, what if the coins you found underneath, underneath your uh, your uh, couches were just spiders trying to pay rent? <laughs> oh, I love it. That's cute. And I'm kind of really on board with that. It's just like every time I find have a bitch, dime, have bitches been paying rent though? That's my question. They have. Because I find those dimes and quarters all the time, and it may just be—it may just be because I get stoned and I lay on my couch and I'm like, "Oh no, my quarters fell out." Oh well, I'll just figure that out later. But I don't count them, so arguably those spiders could probably be paying my rent. That's true. That's which true. I appreciate that. That's very nice of them. Right. Uh, so back to back to the Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. So to put it in perspective, as like, and we're back, and we're back. People. Okay, all right. So <laughs> um, as I, the, the put Lord that of the Rings, shit in perspective. The beginning, at a middle, and end. Uh, one thing that I struggle with any fucking story is the end. Um, I already know what the end's gonna be, but how to actually physically write it gets difficult. Oh, it's real hard. When I watched the Return of the King, mm-hmm. the part where they finally make it to the mountain yeah and they go in and yep. it's, it's not even the part where he's about to throw the ring and then um Smeagol Gollum whichever you want to call him I, I um, like Smeagol because like at Smeagol. that point he was Smeagol yeah like but, he was still having his own his own internalized yeah. conflicts so he, he was Smeagol for sure so when he fell into the pit with the ring lava, with that ring. he had bitten and off he, the finger yeah, of Shia finger. LaBeouf oh wait no Shia LaBeouf <laughs> Not really? Shia LaBeouf. Wow, I fucked that up. Elijah Wood? I fucked that up so hard. So Sorry, Elijah Wood. Hard. Sorry, Elijah Wood. You are in no way, shape, or form Elijah Buff. <laughs> you are in You are no- not even Stevens, okay? Like, Elijah... You are... You are, you are Elijah Wood, you are actually a really you're solid actor. You're the one actor. ring that... I'm sorry, you're the one ring. You're the one person that can carry the ring. I think it's ring. just... I, like, I don't know. I look at Shia LaBeouf and Elijah Wood, and I'm like, hmm, they could be the same person. Uh, no, that's not true. I like Shia uh, LaBeouf, too, I just really, really <laughs> fucked that up is what it was. But uh, so that part right Elijah there, Wood uh, yeah, so has was, his finger bitten off by and he, and, by Schmeagol and, so and he falls Schmeagol into the... Goes in, and then the ring is disintegrated. Mm-hmm. 
and it's done. But now they gotta get the fuck out of there. That blowback, that that fucking blowback when they're like in their main fight outside of the gates of uh, of of. I guess it would be the Eye of Sauron of uh, of of. Yeah, the Eye of Sauron. Yeah. Thranduil, yeah, like yeah. that whole. When the ground starts crumbling around them, and they're like, "Yeah, we gotta dip," like I, I was on board. I was like, "Everyone, get the fuck out!" They just did their job. They just did a real, real good job at it. Yeah. So just like chill out, like roll out of there. Be like, "Bye, Urukai. You're all gonna die in fire yeah. and brimstone." Yeah. And so like when they run out, and then like, there was that like that moment. Even having read the books, like there's that fucking moment. The eagles. Before the eagle show up, it's just like that. That it was so impactful right there. I was like, "This is the end." Yep. I know there's more. Yep. But yeah, then the yeah, eagles yeah. came to the savior, and then and then there was also the part where they're back in uh, Rimdell. Oh God! Yeah, and he opens his eyes and <laughs> there was a crying yeah. moment for fucking days because of that. Moment. It's so long. <laughs> Why is it so? And it's all slow motion. But then, and then it and then it breaks back to like 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 that part of the movie. How they that how they made it, you know, even part of the book. Yeah. How they portrayed it so fucking good and like just so many different things mentally went on is like the epic journey is over, but he was called to the journey yep. for something that he should not have had to do. I do I honestly my favorite part of that is the wrap-up at the end, and I am still upset that they didn't show what happened to Hobbiton. Mm-hmm. And going into the whole like cell block, like yeah. everything is gray and well, sad. Samwise Gamgee. Um, but the whole like leaving him to go to the Elven afterlife was beautifully done in the movies. It was, and it was so sad though because like I understand like he did something for the good of all Middle Earth. But it's um, the melancholia of that book that you love, though. Yeah, like, but it's like also like trying to come up with the the end of my story where I don't have to bring the character to an yeah. end because of something they were called to that they didn't have to do. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, and more, it's because my dealer's like, you got your superheroes, they were called to duty, but they fucking conquered all. Yeah, they or fixed they died. everything. <laughs> Everything's great or they died. All right, pause. We need to get booze. This is going to be a thing. We'll be back in a hot second. Enjoy the break. Go get yourself booze. Okay. All right. Break has been replaced. Uh, we are we are turning it. We are figuring things out. It is at we're at okay. We're at forty nine minutes now. So we got we got ten minutes to okay. do final thoughts, right. final opinions so, on creation of uh, of pop culture interesting things. Yeah. And what so, do you what do you got? Kind of like what I was last saying about like Lord of the Rings is like trying to find that end, trying to find and how to portray it and like I can have the end I have the idea of the last chapter the last fucking page the last fucking scene yeah 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 like you have it all tied up in your brain I have it all tied up in my brain but like trying to get out there I'll have storyboards I'll have storyboards of the fucking yin yang but I just to get get it there yeah and so like I look at some childhood favorites I look at um, some you know just stuff that I love and like Uh how they did it Okay. And it's very difficult, and I don't know, and that's why it's like I want people to read the first part before it's finished, but I don't because I don't want them to read it and then analyze something and then be like, I, I don't want like, them to change. I feel the like end. you should have an end to it before you, like, as far as creative things for me are always considered, 
I will have like a real solid beginning like stretch mm -hmm. and I'll have that all figured out and then I'll have a middle area that's kind of gray that's a little like okay I'm still working like still yeah. working things out still like yeah. molding and fleshing things out and the then I will journey. have a for, a for sure hard conclusion okay. like this is how it ends this is how I know it's going to end and I will write that and then just kind of fill in the blanks. And see, the call to journey can be the easiest thing that you can write or you can think of. Sometimes I think of the end of the story and then the call to journey is like, how did they get there? That doesn't seem plausible. Yeah, you Quentin Tarantino that shit, for sure. Yeah, but like right now, this book, yeah, you know, it was like a short amount of time that I've been working on it. An obscenely short amount of time a as far as we're talking about, like writing for me has always been something that's like, it takes you roughly three years. Yeah. Like on a short story. No, so that's like that's if it's like it's something that you can write in a short amount of time. But this one, I just been plugging away at it, and that's what I really love though is because I've worked on stories like many different stories for so long, and it's like I'll plug away at it, but then I'll stop, and then it's just like and then it will drag out, and then I'll rewrite what I plugged away at, take longer. But this one, I've been plugging away at it, and I'm I'm almost done, and so. It's roughly going to be about 300 pages. Well, mind you, I'm putting it on Word document, so who knows what's going to be on the actual book. But roughly... 300 in a word? That's probably around 410 pages. Yeah, printed. so it's going to be roughly that. It's going to be... So it'll be a legit novel. It won't be a novella. It'll be a yeah. novel. And so just now it's getting into the point of, like, how do I, how do I wrap up to the end, and is the end good enough? But that's another thing is me is I, as an entertainer, as I like to call myself, I don't want to give, I want to people be intrigued before they actually see the product and then be blown away. Mm -hmm. That's, that's, that's satisfaction to me. Um, well, it's also difficult as a writer to get to that ending and be like, wait, shit, do I want to do a sequel? You exactly. Know? And mind you, and, and this one, this one can't have a sequel. And I, you know, I'm not a big believer in sequels. But there are some there's some things that are like series are awesome, but sequels for me doesn't really do it. Yeah. There there are a few sequels, whether they're movies or books or screenplays or you know whatever been, it may be, whatever yeah. it may be, that have actually been satisfactory. Yeah. Um, but one thing, like, gotta go back to this. I can't fucking diss on someone that fucking put their heart and soul and made something creative. If it uh -huh. sucked. Maybe that's a growing point, but I can't tell them, like, oh, you suck for trying. Yeah. You know? And, like, I'm hoping that... If you spent the time and effort to write something, <laughs> regardless of what it is, I don't... I could give two shits if you're writing a Harlequin romance novel mm -hmm. or you're writing the next Jonathan Saffron Fowler. Yeah. Like, if you just physically create it... The put, idea put of creating it, it. Yeah. do it. Just do it. Just go for it. Just get it out there. And then, you know what? The world be damned. I made a thing. Yeah. I made a thing, and it's there, and it's tangible, and you can pick it up, and you can read it, and you can look through it. And, you know, maybe it's not even tangible. Maybe it's a podcast. Maybe it's a, 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 a fucking thing that you you download off Kindle. Yeah. Maybe it's a, a TV show. Maybe it's something that's like it's not fully tangible in your hands, but you're at least you made it. Exactly. You did that. You put you put everything that you had into it emotionally. And I guess my my like last last thoughts would be creation is terrifying. 
<laughs> yes. It truly, truly is. As a chef, as an artist, as a writer, as a, a as a creative in general, the idea of creation is terrifying. It is a hundred percent. And when you get to that final descent into darkness. When you get to that final bastion of, oh shit, there's an end and I can see it, Mm -hmm. it's real scary. And you have to push forward in that and you have to realize that at the end of the day, you're not making this for anyone else aside from you. Mm -hmm. And if other people are into it, they are. But you didn't create it for them. You created it for yourself. So I would say aspiring creators, aspiring artists, if you're going into this with a mindset of what will ever, what will other people think of this, you're doing it wrong. Agree. Yeah? Agree. Okay. That's my final thoughts. That's, that's my, my, my final No, I agree with that. Depending on what part of the, the spectrum you're going into, like, if you're, like, if, if, if your job is to make people like it, it's gonna be difficult. Yep. I'm not in that industry that far. <laughs> yeah, you're so, not. You don't write sitcoms. I don't write sitcoms, but one thing that is part of the creative process is trying to find something that people will be entertained by. Yes, I want people to entertain by, but yes, I'm making it for myself. Yep. But that's it. Goes back to the whole conversation is how to get to the next step and what do you look for? Who do you go to? Or do, do you? Or do I just need to step back again and just so then go final, back? Go back to page one uh, and figure I, it out. I mean, that kind of goes back into final thoughts mm-hmm. of like, why are you relying on other people to tell you that your work is good? True. That's very true. How like you should be looking at this thing that you created, regardless. Like, I don't give a shit if it is rough to read through. I could care less if your cartoons are poorly proportioned. Mm-hmm. If you actually made it, if you put the effort into being creative and you're excited about this, share it with the world. Do it. So my final thought is, I'm not going to ask someone to read it or analyze it before it's done. Yep. That's my final thought now. I'm going to... That's it. Dig deeper okay. and struggle through whatever things I need to struggle through to fucking finish it. And ladies and gentlemen, fucking high five. You will hear from me again. And it will be a thing. And, and we'll it will have be this. We'll do the and, and I will be raving about it because I was <laughs> able to read it. Alright. Well, world, this has been your uh, this is your pilot speaking. I am once again Jeremy and your like let's get you back in here. Hi, Come on. It's Morgan. Morgan <laughs> and let's get your let's get your like your interwebby names. You have your M M K Friar Muth. Friar Muth. And you spelled it previously, so if people don't know that by now, um, just go back, I don't know, like 20 minutes and figure it the <laughs> fuck out because you're adults and you can do that. Thank you so much. I hope you had a good flight.